you know a spot. But not just a spot. The spot. Actually, with the all-new Nissan Frontier, you know a bunch of them. But the key to these great spots? Being able to reach them in the first place. Your spot is out there. Find your Frontier in the all-new 2022 Nissan Frontier. With standard 310 horsepower, advanced tech, and 281 pound-foot of torque. The Gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's funny, I, I used to always preach from a chair back home when I was at the chapel where I worked for a few years at, at William Patterson University because it was cozy. And then when I started coming here, my back was giving me problems, so I would sit, sit and, and preach. And it's become a tradition here, so the chair is here only because it's tradition for me. Don't, don't get excited, it's not going to happen to every other priest. The Holy Spirit, that's what Jesus is sending us. And he refers to him as an advocate, ad bocum, someone that will speak for you. The word also translates into secular language as an attorney. An attorney is avvocato in Italian, someone who speaks for you going to trial. So Jesus saying this, this particular uh, reading, it takes place at the Last Supper. Okay, but before that, I want to touch on Paul and his trip to Athens when he goes to the altar of the Areopagus. A few years ago, we were in Athens, and the area in which this altar is located has a lot of altars. Okay? And there's the, the altar to the god of Zeus and the god who is uh, Jupiter and, and Ceres and all these various gods and goddesses that the ancient Greeks venerated. They come to this altar, and this is so important for us and the Holy Spirit. They come to this altar and he realizes it's dedicated to nobody. It's dedicated to the unknown god. They were hedging their bets. So Paul says, oh, I'm glad I'm here because I'm going to preach to you the person after who you've named this altar, the unknown God. And there is the God who, who we're going to honor, and he's the God, the only God. And then he goes on to his, his, his work, the works of God. He created heaven and earth. He made everything that is. So, so the God I'm talking to you about is not the God of grain, water, the God of light, the God of underworld, the God of war. No, no, no. This God is God. The only God. And he sent his son to us. So you can rename this altar and it's still there and there's a huge plaque dedicated to St. Paul on the Areopagus. And he talks about the role of the Son of God, Jesus Christ, in the lives of the people that he's talking to. And of course, when Paul talks to the people of his time, he's talking to us. And the key factor is that this Son of God, sent by God to you and to me, rose from the dead. And that made them berserk, in a sense. What do you mean, rose from the dead? He rose from the dead. He lives here in church, tomorrow we celebrate the ascension, the 40 days after Jesus 
lived on earth after his resurrection. So he's talking about Jesus being available to them through faith and available to us through faith. And now we squeeze in the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the second, the person in the Blessed Trinity who sends us the gift of faith, who inspires us to use the gift of faith to do whatever we need to do to bring faith into our families, our church, our world. So this avocado that Jesus is sending, this, this person walking alongside us doesn't fit any physical description. It's the Spirit of God that goes to every one of us who is baptized. From the moment we're baptized to the moment we close our eyes in death, the Spirit of God is avocado, walking alongside as our advocate, speaking for us. You probably don't realize how often you've used the Holy Spirit. If you've prayed for a decision and you've choose the right decision, the Holy Spirit is guiding us. Just the very fact that we pray, we're inspired to pray by the Holy Spirit. I guess non-Christians pray too. And I don't know where their prayers go. This is not theology uh, 101. This is Christian theology. When we open our mouths in prayer, it's by the Holy Spirit inspiring us to speak. What a judgment that is for us. Because if we're Christian, we're baptized Catholics, we're walking in the Spirit all the day, and he's walk. and I like to do this, he's walking alongside us, avocado, he's walking alongside us, and in our hearts and in our minds. And the responsibility is that we've got to walk with the Holy Spirit. So our job as Christian human beings to look at Paul and his, his temple of the unknown God and, and realize, wait a minute, we know that God, the creator of all. We know him in Jesus. And our faith in the Holy Spirit gets us to know him better. Our faith in the Holy Spirit has been challenged during the pandemic. We all know that. The fact that we're still wearing masks in church, the fact that we're seated separately in distance, the fact that the world has undergone chaos is a challenge to the Holy Spirit in our world and in our church. And, and the key factors, if we're going to talk about our local parishes and our churches, is prayer to the Holy Spirit will, one, reduce the pandemic, and inspire people to choose, in their own conscience, the vaccination. And inspire people through prayer to choose the vaccination, if they're so doing, for themselves and for the family of the parish, not only the physical family. Because that will allow us to remove this, this ban now, the bishop of our diocese is encouraging people to return as of Pentecost Sunday in this diocese, to return home to church. But there are all those caveats. If you're very sick, stay home. If you're over 65, you know, be careful. If you're pregnant, eeks, watch out. So there are still challenges. 
to our building up the body of Christ, the church. And we need to speak to the Holy Spirit to encourage people, one, to choose their conscience, but encourage people to respect the health of one another, to ask the Holy Spirit to respect and inspire our leaders, our political leaders, to do the right thing. And for us, we're going to be a little, little uh, centric, egocentric right now, to, to bring our family back home to the building, the church. Jasmine and I were chatting a little bit before Mass about my biggest concern is the millennials. They're nowhere to be found. And many of them chalk it up to, well, you can't go to church because of the ban on the pandemic. Baloney. I think many of our millennials, 2000 on, are not with us because of us. Because we haven't made the church as welcoming as we could have. And us, the institution of the church. And I'm not going to name any great cardinals who brought the church down in recent years and the number of scandals in the church, but we're also in the, in the secular society. So we're not unique to that. But we hold ourselves up to a great standard. As Paul is saying, you know, you people who believe are being held to the standard of the Holy Spirit. Jesus is saying, I'm going to send the Holy Spirit and he'll put in your mouth what you need to say. And he's going to inspire you to understand and accept what I have taught you. Now it's up to us to put that inspiration of the Holy Spirit into action by opening our church to those who feel left out, marginalized, whether because of our behavior or their lack of faith or the lack of example of faith in their families. That group who gave birth to the millennials, where are they? Were they force-feeding their kids to come to church, or were they not inspiring them not to come to church at all? This thing didn't happen overnight, this, this loss, this, this absence. And I use the term millennial for those of 2000 and on, but Jasmine corrected me. It's the, the, the age before that, the age that are just going into high school. That They're nowhere to be found. And why are they nowhere to be found? Because their families are not coming to church themselves. So don't give me go to church if I don't go to church. Our families and our body of the church needs to respond to the Holy Spirit. Pray to the Holy Spirit. He's walking with you. He's listening to you, but he's not in control of our minds. We're in made in the image of God and we have free will. And we as Christians tomorrow look forward to the celebration of the ascension of Jesus. But you know, that says Jesus went up to heaven. That didn't happen. Jesus is with us. I will be with you always until the end of the world. So physically his body was gloriously brought to heaven, but he promised and he's still with us always to the end of the world. So this is not the issue, this, the finger. It's not their fault. It's not their fault. It's not their fault. It's my fault. Am I witnessing to the Holy Spirit in my life? Do I encourage people through my prayer for them and my family 
and through the example of what I do. Coming to church, I love it. I'm a priest a long time. But coming to church is not enough. Church begins when we leave here. When we go at, at the beach or the barbecue in the backyard or around your own table, that's where the church is. You might call that the domestic church. When that's nourished, this building will be nourished. Pray to the Holy Spirit. It's the greatest gift God has given us next to his son Jesus because it's inspiration personified. If you've got an insurance question, you could talk to a dentist. But instead of filling you in on ways to save on your policies, he'd probably be too busy filling in that loose crown. Or you could talk to your local GEICO agent, who will use their expertise to polish up your policies, from home and auto to renters, motorcycle, boat, and RV too. So while, yes, your dentist can save your smile, your GEICO agent could save you money, which will make you use that smile a whole lot more. To find a GEICO agent near you, visit geico.com local. Your favorite things feel made for you. Your education should too. University of Maryland Global Campus, formerly University of Maryland University College, was made to serve the military and working adults like you. Today, we continue that tradition by offering frequent start dates so you can get started with convenient online learning that fits your schedule, by recognizing your accomplishments with credits you can earn for what you know, by providing no-cost online resources replacing most textbooks because a college education can fit your budget too, and with no SAT or GRE required for most programs. University of Maryland Global Campus, made for you. Last year, we awarded more than $15 million in scholarships to qualified students, including community college students, service members, veterans, and working adults just like you. Discover how we can make your education and your goals for the future a reality. Visit us at umgc.edu. That's umgc.edu. Certified to operate in Virginia by CHEV.